Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Old Millennials, a mini episode, a deep dive into shallow topics. And on these minis, they're even more shallow and even they're more shallow times too. Um, I am one of your hosts. My name is Margot Poupard. And I'm your other host, Emily A. Beijing. Welcome to our mini episode. Uh, before, well, actually in the midst of recording our third season, Emily and I had a little whoops-a-doodle. Um, I fractured my finger and Emily uh, I sprained her ankle. Which at the time, the doctor thought I had broken. So I had to go to the hospital to get x-rays. In fact, both of us ended up having to go to the hospital. Oh, yes. I sent Emily some tray sad sack text messages from the ER waiting room as I like wrapped my scarf around my face because it was like right as the the pandemic was going to start off. And I was just terrified, especially, and this is a tale for another time, but I'll just leave you with this wonderful teaser. When this family ran in and the two parents were absolutely fucking hysterical and their teens seemed totally fine, but the mom runs into the ER waiting room in the at the start of the pandemic and screams, my daughter is coughing up blood. You should have seen the whole room just sink into their seats and try to like put as much physical distance between them and this woman oh as humanly God. possible. It was truly hilarious. But all of this is to say is that Emily and I rolled up to a friend's birthday party with say, our matching yeah. cast. Yep. It was and so one of cute. our friends suggested that we do an episode called Iconic Injuries. So this one is for you, Eileen. Yes. But also, you know, due to the, you know, capital T times, we thought we would take like the celeb divorce route and do some iconic injuries that our eyeballs have seen over the course of this quarantine. Because uh, I don't know if it's because we were talking about being injured so much that it came up on our algorithms or what, but... You know, celebs, they do dumb shit too. Exactly. They too can have gimp legs or what have you. Really fascinating. 
is for me, is just like, I know iconic injuries always happen with celebrities, but truly like, what are you doing in the midst of, because most of these people live in California in shelter, while in shelter in place that's resulting in you getting these kinds of injuries. Like what, what are you doing going out of your way to get these kinds of injuries? Well, Emily, as you well know, I very recently injured myself in truly a spectacularly stupid way. Yes, yes. Last night during a dance class, there was one of the songs that we danced to is You Ought to Know by Atlantis Morissette. And there is a freestyle part and I headbanged too hard and now my neck cannot support my head. It is so fucking embarrassing. And I think a lot of the injuries that we're about to talk about are just as dumb and and as embarrassing as my own personal injury, except, well, I guess I just talked about it on a fucking podcast, but I don't do TikToks about them, which I think is a great segue Mm -hmm. into our first iconic quar injury. Jason Derulo, (laughs) who I don't know about you, but up until very recently, aka Cats, my only interaction, not personally, obviously, but with his art, let's say, with Jason Derulo was his song um, Talk Dirty to Me for a sketch show. I had to listen to that song a gajillion times because I decided to write a parody called Talk Nerdy to Me, which I was later told after working very hard on it that somebody else had already done that. So it wasn't going sure to make it a the final shirt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I well, saw it. I I'm sure it was the t-shirt that inspired like, oh, I could do it to this song, but literally an entire other person had the same genius idea of me and did literally the same parody as me. It wasn't the same concept. Like I talked about all of the different nerd languages there are, and he was more general, but either way, it was like truly the same song, the same concept. And at the end, they're like, yeah, that's great. But also this already exists. I was like, fucking awesome. And that was the last time I ever wrote a song. I, I will say before you go into the details here, I think the thing that shocked me the most about Jason Derulo is when I Googled this injury, as I told you before we started recording, I couldn't find anything on it. But I found, however, like three or four other times in which Jason Derulo had sustained an injury from various things <laughs> over the course of his career. So I wonder, you know, Mr. Derulo, if you are listening to our little podcast Please watch out for yourself. Take care. Like I, I, I think it's in, in kind of incredible that every two years or so, you somehow have ended up with a People article about sustaining an injury. Truly amazing work. <laughs> well, when people aren't talking about Jason Derulo's dong when, while he's trying to promote the iconic Cats movie, I highly recommend cats it's the perfect quarantine watch because Truly you is. already feel insane yeah i mean yeah it old old dude the whole thing i can't recommend it enough and he's great in it too because he just clearly is like a musical theater kid because yeah. he loves to vamp it up anyway he does he's a good rom-com tugger he does like in the midst of what is the shit show of all shit shows i will say derulo pulls off a pretty good rom-com tugger I had, I feel like his performance was probably the least offensive and that maybe yes. James Corden was the most offensive. <laughs> Dear God. But anyway, uh. apparently Jason Derulo is decent at TikTok for a man of his age, aka over 17. I don't know. I don't want any of these TikTok teens to come for me. Please don't. I'm too sensitive to handle your shade. Anyway, 
Jason Derulo, he's corny. Yes, now in more than one way, because he put a goddamn corn on the cob on a power drill. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and, well, he, for real, knocked out one of his teeth. And I say for real, because apparently... Prior to this, still and under quarantine time, so weeks apart, he did another TikTok challenge where he did a handstand by his pool and then he fell in. And then when he came up from the water, he faked having like his tooth chipped. And didn't you ever read The Boy Who Cried, I Chipped My Tooth for Clout on TikTok and all I did was get dragged? I'm so, truly, truly yeah, the bedtime story I listen to every night with my parents while they tucked me in. Narrated by Sam Jackson. Um, <laughs> I just... So it was just really funny. So after he had fucked up his tooth for real this time with the corn on the cob power drill, everyone's like, oh, you're faking it. And so I guess he had to post some receipts that he did not, in fact, fake it. But the video, I couldn't even watch the whole thing because it really like mouth stuff really kind of gets me. I I don't know. I I can't like teeth are precious and they're also expensive. So I I couldn't even finish the video, but he captioned it. Don't actually do this one. So I feel like that tells you everything you need to know. This is coming from a man, though, that did cats. So for him to say, don't do this one. (laughs) Jason Derulo to himself in 2018, don't do it. (laughs) (sighs) Good times. Do you want to talk about Kaya Gerber or do you want me to talk about Kaya Gerber? I can can talk about Kaya Gerber. Um, The interesting for me is – I love that the people headline for me that that made me laugh for the opening line is Kaya Gerber is to is on the road to recovery from a recent injury. Like as if this is like some traumatizing like she went through the ringer here. I mean, like she 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 broke her she broke her arm or sorry, she had to get an over the elbow arm cast. Um, She broke her arm and posted it on Instagram to let everyone know she got an X-ray. I don't know. Does do you know how she got this injury? I'm looking and I couldn't find exactly how it happened. No. She's just I, saying it I happened. Read, no, I like I was saying, I read multiple articles trying to figure out because they all reposted the same photo of her in a bikini with her like waving in the mirror, but her arms in a cast. Yeah, yeah. And but but the only info that was available was the same thing across like seven outlets, which was like her caption on Instagram, which is like, had a little accent, but I'm okay. I assume that what she did was something dumb. As someone who broke their finger and you rolled your ankle in like truly preventable ways, I wouldn't be surprised if she like slipped and fell and it just landed weird. It doesn't really yeah. take that much to break or fracture something. It could even be a fracture. But yeah, no one knows. I- she never said... It's either it's like a fracture and it was something dumb or to be honest, she's 18 years old and like she's a model. So she very well probably goes to parties and stuff where, uh, you know, she drinks and like it could very well be that like she just got, you know, did a dumb drunk injury, which like who of us has not done that? I have woken up so many times with bruises, just just weird bruises. And I'm one of those people who will just like just stub their toe or do whatever without even drinking. So, you know, once you, I'm, I have a few drinks in me, uh, in addition to falling asleep, I also sometimes wake up the next morning with just very bruised legs. And I get worried because I like, I'm, I hope people don't think like, you know, something more serious is happening. It's just truly, I'm a pale person. I bruise easily. 
Um, and I just do dumb things uh, that only get, you know, heightened as I've had a few drinks. But yeah, I think she's she seems to be okay. Iconic selfie, of course. Um, the the positioning though of the cast does scare me a little bit. Like it's just very fright, like jarring the way her arm is out. Um, just because I mean, that like it's, angle. It's her whole arm. I mean, above yeah. the elbow is pretty serious. I think that's well, I don't know. The only person I've ever seen in a cast similar to that was a person who's broken their collarbone, but I don't think that's what's happening here. But no. since she has posted that photo, though, she's had that cast taken off and has a less restrictive one on now, which means that her elbow is free, which is nice because casts fucking suck. To sleep in a cast blows. Oh, so to have a less restrictive cast, I'm sure she's sleeping slightly better. I mean, she's also rich, so she probably sleeps really well all of the time regardless. Yeah. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, thank God, because it's just... The cast that they put my arm in for truly a fractured finger was bananas because when you go to the ER, they just, they want to cover all their bases and they, it was truly my entire forearm for a ring finger that was fractured. And that was really a shitty night's sleep because I was just constantly waking up being like, it's hot and like being reminded that I have a giant annoying cast on my arm and don't even get me started about washing my hands. A whole nightmare. And the doctors were so cavalier about it, too. I was like, shouldn't I be washing my hands before I put this on? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, coronavirus. I'm like, why are you so chill? (laughs) It's really weird. And, I mean, the same for me. Like, obviously, it was just my ankle. But, you know, how they have to obviously stabilize it. They put you in the boot. And so I had to wear the boot for several weeks. um, And it's – for my, especially if you're living in a city and you walk to, you know, you commute using public transportation or walking, like, not, you know, I, I modified things a little bit here and there, but it's definitely, especially in a city like San Francisco, where it's the streets are not always the cleanest, just like <laughs> the amount oh, of. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. All I was thinking about was you hobbling from that birthday dinner over to the bar, and everyone's like, oh, poor Emily, but no one slowed down. That was kind of fucked up. It was kind of fucked up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just high on meat. I know that was yeah. So so for this birthday that we talked about earlier, we all went to a steakhouse that was just like you you just order the prime rib like that's all there is. Basically, it's like, which prime rib do you want? Great. And then like, you get three or four sides with it. It's like a whole experience. I mean, some of us at the table. And the, the shaker the, cocktail. Yes. Don't forget the shaker the cocktail. The shaker cocktail. That's much like, bonkers. yeah, where you get much like a milkshake, they give you the cocktail and then they give you the remaining part in the shaker in which they made it. It's 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 pretty great. Um, it feels very Mad Men-ish when you go to that place. I just remember the looks. Also of- because you feel like you're going to have a heart attack at any given time. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, and I, I will say the fate, the look on some of our faces and the post, you know, meat coma, uh, meat sweats were, um, were iconic. I think Tom really did take the, the cake though, um, in terms of the, the facial expressions. I think Eileen, you know, MVP of this episode, secret producer on this episode, apparently. For I sure. think she was the one that took that series of photo of Tom essentially regretting every decision that had led up to him getting a second cut of meat. But that's a tale for another time. Uh, I think we're good on Kaya Gerber. With, with talking yeah. about Tom's uh, meat sweats, I think we're done on Kaya Gerber. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to go into Abby Cornish? Oh, boy. Yeah, because hers is actually (laughs) kind of fucked up. 
So yes. Abby Cornish, who is best known to me for dating Ryan Felipe, I don't know about you, after Reese Witherspoon. Do, can you uh, name a me, movie that she's been in? She's She was on season one of Jack Ryan, which I watched part of on Amazon. Uh, but that's all I can With think John of her. Krasinski? Yeah, she played uh, the love interest on that show. Um, I mean, she was other. She did other things. Like she was actually like a working professional and everything. Uh, but yeah, that's like the only other thing that I can think of her being known for. Well, she will also now be known to you as a person who stepped in to break up a dog fight and then got I, bit yes. on the back of her calf. And talk about bruise easy. I mean, her. She said in the comments that it looks worse than it feels, but it was a. a I mean, it, it's basically her whole. Thing fucking back yes. of her leg and these two giant oh my bite God. marks. I mean, it's really, really scary, especially because uh, a very similar incident happened to a childhood friend's sister of mine right after her, her husband and their oldest child had recovered from COVID. She was attacked by a dog and like it sounded like a very traumatic, terrible experience. And even though she ended up back in the hospital because of like a skin graft. And I mean, the dog really kind of like took out a chunk of her arm. Abby Cornish's injury is probably a little bit more like mentally traumatic than it is like physically traumatic, but bless the daily mail for being just the fucking a trash can of a site. Uh, They, their first related content at the bottom of the article was apparently Abby Cornish also got sucker punched by a stranger in 2011, but they had, I mean, we all know the Daily Mail is just like not a great place, but no. they had the gall to liken her getting sucker punched to her being in the movie Sucker Punch. And I was like, okay, going to throw the whole computer so, away now. Thank you. I forgot that Abby Cornish is also, in addition to acting, also has like a side rap beatboxing career. Um, and she, she performed for Nas. I know. So I forgot about this because my friend L one time texted me. She and her husband th- were watching Jack Ryan, saw Abby Cornish. Like they thought she kind of, I kind of looked like her. And they're like, and you're even a little bit like her too. Cause I, I, I used to beatbox in my acapella group in college and the group I was in right out of college. She was like, so they were like, you are so much That's like such this. a bold confession yeah, to make right now. I know. I didn't think that our. <laughs> Our dog injuries would would take us into that, but uh, here we are, in which you guys find out I uh, I beatboxed for many years in acapella groups. But yeah, she supported Nas, which I would love to have seen that lineup. Like, is it is she the only person opening for Nas in this concert? Do people who go see Nas in Australia expect coming in that they're going to see Abby Cornish or excuse me, MC Dusk? Like I, I would love to have been just there for for the opening act. Well, I know I would have wanted to see Nas in concert, but also like would love to have seen the reaction of the various people in the audience when Abby Cornish just shows up on stage. Uh, yeah, unclear um, if she's the only opening act. I couldn't imagine that to be accurate. I think that she's like the opener for the opener. But MC Dust did not know that was her name. Oh my. Yeah. Um, well, regardless of her rap past i (laughs) hope that she heals quickly that's just i can't even believe what a way to sustain an injury in the middle of a pandemic yeah do you want to talk about abigail spencer because um i will level with you about 13 seconds into looking into her injury for notes i got bored and then checked twitter so 
Yeah, you I let mean, me know if you yeah, need me to step I kind in. Of, I think mostly, truly the most exciting thing for me was that for a long time before I actually looked into who this woman was, I thought we were talking about Abigail Breslin because of um, her brother, <laughs> whose name is Spencer Breslin. So I was like, oh, Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, oh that's so sad. Like, um, And then realized <laughs> after doing the research that no. Oh, my God. Sorry. That was a very loud firework. I just heard it. <laughs> I mean, obviously I heard it because it's loud as fuck, but. I I guess I'll just kind of keep going and hopefully it won't be too bad. Um, sure. I mean, you can leave some of that in. I'm sure yeah. everybody is up to date on their firework conspiracy theories on Twitter because. Yeah. I mean, look, I am one of those people that's like, I'll believe pretty much anything if you can convince me well enough as a naturally skeptic skeptical person and after reading up on some of the shows like it does sound wild but not that wild not that wild i don't know all i know is i'm just really tired of murray barking all the time and i'm tired of like you having mini panic attacks throughout your day because these i mean i'm that's so fucking loud that's crazy why does it need to be that loud i don't know I like it's been three weeks for every like uh, I'm sure many of you live in neighborhoods that have these fireworks. But like for me, it's been going on for three weeks at this point. And like it's one thing when it's like little pap, pap, pap. But like these are like serious professional grade fireworks that are being set off within a few blocks from my apartment. And I, I don't understand why at 7 p.m. you feel the need to. It sounds like a bomb going off. And also at 7 p.m., you can't see anything anyway. It's, it's still very light strange. out. Yeah, it's it's very, very strange. Uh, I just so- – I, I feel like uh, June Diane Raphael when she first saw BB-8. What is its mission? Like what is – what are we doing? At, I, why are we doing this? And when can we stop at some point? I've truly never understood the – like, look, if you enjoy some fireworks for yourself on – on uh, 4th of July or Juneteenth or New Year's. Like, I think that there are times for fireworks. I don't understand 7 p.m. fireworks uh, on any given weekday for me personally. It's just a – and I feel bad because my my neighbors who each of them, like, has two dogs. So they're these – and they're, like, so traumatized, like Murray right now. It's just one of them. My neighbor was telling me, like, he gets scared when it gets dark outside at this point, which I, I feel – I don't want to be, like, a NIMBY, but, like – it's a little like, at least give us a schedule to work with. That's all I, you know what? That's really what I ask. Give us, give us a schedule. I think I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Fireworks only happen Tuesday through Thursday from 8.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And then you got to go home. And then I'm fine with that. Honestly, like, again, I'm not a NIMBY. I'm not here to tell people what to do. But I will say, like, don't be a dick, you know? Like, get limited to certain hours a couple times a week. I can get behind that. And then people know what to do with their poor pets. Like, that's the other thing. It's just like all these little puppies are just really terrified right now. I think my chief complaint, though, of the fireworks going off is you don't even get the show. You just get the terrifying sound that gives you heart palpitations. And you don't even get the payoff. It's like the worst blue balls of all time. So It really is. Fuck these fireworks. I whatever these conspiracy theories are putting out there are probably true. And so fuck all the people that supply the fireworks. This is absolutely insane so now let's get back to not abigail spencer breslin so 
<laughs> so, uh, so Abigail Spencer, I mean, really, she broke her wrist when she was doing a backhand spring in a charity video for COVID relief. So once again, celebrities, may I ask just one, one request? No one wants to see these videos of you singing Imagine, doing flips, talking about being responsible for racism. Truly, no one gives oh my a shit. God. You have so much money in the bank. Why not just take some of that, make some donations, make some changes, look to include inclusion writers in your uh, future projects. Like that's really the change you can make as a celebrity is going to be far more substantial if you throw money at it, if you try to choose projects that um, ha- have diverse cast and crew behind them. And then finally, yeah, inclusion writers, there are just various ways in order to use your clout as a celebrity to really make a change for COVID relief or to go, you know, support Black Lives Matter. That doesn't involve you filming a video in black and white, singing Imagine off key or telling people you're responsible for racism. That's all I have to say. I if that's what you're doing for for relief is filming a video of yourself doing a backflip. I I you know, I I can't say uh you d- you didn't have it coming. Wow, I didn't know that this was going to take a Chicago turn and turn into she had it coming all along. To be fair, I don't know if Abigail Spencer had to check it again because I almost said Breslin because as soon as you introduced it, I, it's like, great, now my brain is going <laughs> Abigail to Spencer struggle Breslin. uphill. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't believe she has enough clout to have uh, or those demands in her writer and then be taken seriously, That's to be true. fair. And then also to be fair, again, she wasn't in the Imagine video or the Take Responsibility video. But I will say wrist injuries are awful. A friend broke a wrist, broke her wrist skiing and it took a really long time for it to heal. So I doubt that Abigail Spencer will be torturing us with some cheer level video in the near future. I, I agree. Everybody should just who a, a celebrity should just sip their lips and open their wallet because I would yeah. say eight out of 10 of you don't really have that much to offer and we don't need it. Unless you're going to be a Jason Derulo type and like injure yourself on camera for LOLs. Like I don't really, I don't want to see that as Valerie Cherish would say. Yeah, no. And I will follow it up with like, look, I don't really wish any sort of injuries on people. Like, 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 of let me. Of course like, not. <laughs> let me make that clear. Let me make that clear. Um, I think just, you know, we've talked about this offline, you and I, it's just like during the the whole pandemic, it's just been very clear of like what celebrities understand uh, like people want to see during these times versus like what people don't want to see during these times. Like I can get behind Stanley Tucci's cocktail videos. Those are a fucking delight. I love the Tooch. I love that he loves um, his his wife, Felicity Blunt, sister of Emily Blunt and literary agent. Um, I love Sir Anthony Hopkins has been filming videos of him in quarantine with his cat playing piano. I find that adorable, charming, so kind. That's all I really want, you know, just like sweet videos like that. Or uh, Judy Dench's grandson in his TikToks featuring Judy Jones. Uh, yeah. Like, this is great content. That's just- and more fireworks. Uh, I had I had three people send me that Judy Dench's grandson video. <laughs> it was really funny. 
It's, again, great content, unexpected, but charming. Just enough for me to be like, oh, I liked that. I'm not annoyed by it. Um, and then Leslie Jordan, the real king of this quarantine. Of course. I mean, just- he's having a he's having a great quarantine, which seems fantastic. weird to say. But he's Daddy Watch Matoro is truly the funniest thing I've heard in all of quarantine, and I have not forgotten it. But I, I actively try to avoid quarantine content because I do not want to be reminded or have a mirror shoved up to my face about what's happening. True, and in that way. I think we've said all we need to say about these iconic injuries that have happened while in quarantine. We will follow up should there be any more. And also we'll do the original iconic injuries mini episode that we had planned to do before full blown lockdown had happened. So, cause we need to continue to honor the dumb ways in which we all get injured. And also, you know, the iconic ways we all get injured because maybe we'll talk about Nancy Kerrigan a little bit because that's personally my favorite topic. And if I were to do a drunk history, I would do that story. I it truly, well, I've seen every documentary out there on it. I have watched at one point or another, in addition to I, Tanya. So I cannot wait. Like my ass, Diane, she can do a triple. So until the next mini episode, you can follow us on Instagram at the old millennials pod. We've got a lot of fun stuff happening on there. I don't know. Is the fun stuff ever happened on Instagram? I'm not sure. Let me know. We're also on Facebook <laughs> at the old millennials pod and you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Mark. She wrote and I'm at Emily a Beijing. And until the next mini episode, we bid you a bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.